I V M. It was the year 1983. Kapil Dev's band of underdogs had shattered all preconceived notions about cricket by emerging victorious in the third edition of the World Cup. This remarkable achievement for a country that had only won one World Cup match until then marked one of the greatest upsets not only in cricket but in the entire history of sports. India's title odds stood at 66 is to 1 when the championship began, but the Indian heroes comprehensively defied those odds. Not even the charismatic flamboyance of the two-time defending champions West Indies could stop them in the finals at Lords. We all love underdog stories like when Leicester City won the Premier League in 2016. These events make us believe in miracles. But miracles are rare and don't happen often. Against all odds, India had now conquered the holy grail of cricket. Yet there were questions about whether India could establish itself as a serious world-class cricketing nation. They held the World Cup But were they truly the best team on the planet? Welcome to a century of stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. I'm your host Kunal, and this is the story of how India reinstated its cricketing might in the face of emerging doubts. At the center of it all stood a young Indian all-rounder who played a significant role in proving. that 1983 wasn't just a fluke and for his contributions he would receive a prize that was unheard of in that era of cricket in the immediate aftermath of the world cup triumph the fallen champions the west indies visited india in what was termed the revenge series the tour ended with the men from the caribbean islands winning the six match test series 3-0 and then registering a 5-0 clean sweep of the ODI series an embarrassing outcome for the newly crowned world champions led to widespread ridicule in the cricket fraternity the narrative of india just getting lucky during the 83 world cup run was now stronger than ever before the selectors ended kapil dev's reign as captain by reappointing sunil gavaskar in early 1984 The 84-85 cricket season saw further series defeats against Australia and England and the glory of the World Cup now seemed like a distant past. During this time an Australian media mogul Kerry Packer had emerged into public consciousness by introducing a number of innovations in cricket including coloured clothing, day-night matches, triangular tournament formats and others. Some traditional cricket fans called it the Packers Circus at first, but it led to the modern limited overs cricket we have now. His ideas made players earn more than twenty-five thousand to thirty thousand pounds a year. Cricket started to become glamorous. Hello there. Get ready for a financial game changer. Introducing monthly interest credits on your IDFC First Bank savings account. With IDFC First Bank, your savings account isn't just a place to store money. It's a place where your money grows every month. A unique monthly compounding interest means that you not only earn interest on your balance, 
but also on your previous month's interest. Imagine the possibilities. You earn interest on interest, which can significantly boost your savings over time. It's like your money is working harder for you. Open your savings account today at idfcfirstbank.com. In 1985, Australia hosted the Benson and Hedges World Championship of Cricket. It was part of the celebrations for the 150th anniversary of European settlement in Victoria, Australia. All seven top cricket teams would play and the Melbourne Cricket Ground would have the first international match under lights. India, the World Cup champions were not expected to do well. West Indies were the favourites because they had lost only five ODIs and 38 matches since losing to India in the 1983 World Cup final. India's first match against arch-rivals Pakistan proved to be a comfortable outing courtesy of bowling performances from World Cup hero Rajabini and a classy 93 not out from Mohammad Azaruddin. A target of 184 was chased with four overs to spare. Perhaps this was just the boost the team needed. Next, they played against England, who were expected to do well in the tournament. Ravi Shastri, a young all-rounder who was largely overlooked during the crucial stages of the 83 World Cup, was the standout performer with amazing bowling figures of 30 for 3, which restricted England's chase of 236 runs to a paltry score of 149. His slow left-arm orthodox spin proved to be a fitting test for the English batsman. In the final group game, Chris Srikant's unbeaten 93 chasing 165 runs against the home side Australia took centre stage. But Shastri continued to play a significant role with economical bowling figures of 34 for 1 and scoring 51 as the opening partner of Srikant. India seemed to have regained their groove once again when it mattered the most in a multinational global tournament. In the semi-finals against New Zealand and Sydney, it was once again Ravi Shastri who stood up to the occasion, claiming three Kiwi wickets and then setting the tone for a 207-run chase with a score of 53 as the opener. India had now reached the finals once again and in their way stood Pakistan, who had earlier decimated a full-strength West Indian side in the semi-finals, much to the shock of the worldwide press. The former captain Kapil Dev, along with young leg spinner Lakshman Shivaramakrishnan and Ravi Shastri, did well in breaking the Pakistani batting lineup. The subsequent chase of 177 runs proved to be a one-sided affair with openers Srikant and Shastri continuing their sublime form and registering a century partnership. In the end, India emerged victorious by eight wickets. In doing so, they not only completed the World Cup and the World Championship of Cricket double, but also displayed sheer dominance throughout. Indian cricket had answered its critics and it was well and truly here to stay. Ravi Shastri for his all-round display emerged as the player of the tournament or as it was known, the champion of champions and was awarded an Audi 100 motor car valued at Australian dollars 35,000. 
a prize of unparalleled prestige never before witnessed in cricket. In what would turn out to be an iconic image in the history of Indian cricket, Shastri drove the vehicle for a victory lap around the MCG with his teammates. This Audi 100 won by Shastri was one of the first vehicles of that company to be driven on Indian soil. In the pre-liberalization 1985 India, luxury cars were a rarity. Then Prime Minister Rajiv Gandhi would go on to order customs officials to wave off the heavy import duty so that the star cricketer could bring the car home. The car remains a prized possession in the Shastri residence even today, a symbolic tribute to one of the greatest servants of Indian cricket. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the story of Ravi Shastri and his Audi 100, a mark of the nation reclaiming the lost glory of 1983. You've been watching A Century of Stories brought to you by IDFC First Bank. Always you first. I V M.